When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 53 and 54 of The Lord of Chaos, The Feast of Lights, and The Sending. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Will Reads for season six, episode 23. Three, I think. Is it 22 or 23? Is this the Michael Jordan episode? I think this is the Michael Jordan episode. I think so. Hey. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 24. It's oh. 24. Yeah. I don't know. Last, I don't know. It's, we're doing two recordings in one week. It all throws me off. So episode 24. Uh, yeah. Close that enough. means you missed your Michael Jordan moment. That, yeah. Mr. MJ. That's all good. It's all good. Next um, yeah, so we're back recording again only two days later in our time. Of course, I'll release this on the normal release schedule, so it'll be a while before this one comes out. But that's okay, because I didn't want to keep them waiting as we march towards the end of this book, because it's getting juicy. Uh, Thank you. Very juicy. Um, so, yeah, um, as since it's only been two days, we don't have any new Patreons, I don't think. Let me check my email. No. You don't love us that much? I'm kidding. Yeah, but if you guys want to uh, join uh, after immediately after recording this, we are going to do a live reaction for patrons only, not on this YouTube. There's a separate YouTube link that gets sent out to patrons. The only way you can get the link is if you join Patreon. Um, and uh, at the $10 level, our mu- are up for a live reaction of Demise Wells to the end of the book. So we will be doing that immediately following this recording um so you guys have about about an hour and a half to two hours however long it takes to get through these two chapters so we're in for a long night strap in people guys strap in strap on let's go yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh get strapped one way or another get strapped yeah there you go um yeah so as far as personal life goes in two days nothing's really happened um okay i went to an event um uh, that was kind of cool. Um, it was the state of the city. Uh, it was the last hurrah for our mayor, who's been our mayor for 12 years, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor Price. Um, he oh, Price uh, isn't mayor anymore? No, no. He decided to retire. Um, so Uh-oh. a new mayor was elected in November, and um, I guess he takes office in January. But this was kind of his farewell speech, and it was nice. Hmm. Uh, he did he did a good speech, and it was uh, it was very well received. And he's been a good mayor. Um, his daughter's so. doing big things in politics, too. Yeah, she's a House of Delegates for the state. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So Marcia. Yeah. Marcia Price. Yeah, she was there. Um, said hello. So, saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. So it was it was it was good going to these events because I haven't been to these type of events in forever because COVID. Uh, <laughs> it was just it was just fun. Um getting to see some some old peoples that I haven't talked to in years. So yeah, um that's that's it. That's all I got uh, as far as personal life goes. Uh, I don't know if anything's new in you guys' world in two days, but feel free to share. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. I don't know what month it is. I don't know what year it is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm 39 years old. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. I finished 90 percent of my Christmas shopping already. Ooh. Yeah. In I'm not days. ready at all. <laughs> I got to get paid first. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, be- I'm using the Amazon account and just like hoping money comes in at some point. Yeah, Amazon has everything. Like your kids want anime, there's anime. They want clothes, there's clothes. Shoes, shoes, dildos, all the things. Oh, right. what? Thank, thank you, Holly T, for upping your pledge just now. Uh, thank you so much. So, hey, wow. we have a shout hey, out. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Holly T you gave us something to do tonight. Holly T. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So doing some holiday shopping. That's life. fun. I just the Holly T episode. I've been We're dedicating new, this one. Dedicating it. Yeah. We got Fully. it. 
Uh, so I matter fact, read, send Holly a link to join us. She could be our guest. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's like, I'm not ready for that life. It's probably a good idea to bring somebody on last second like that because maybe we will get spoiled that way. That would maybe be we'll get something really good that they just accidentally let slip out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're not there yet? No, that's in three books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So holiday shopping, that's good. Um, yeah, I, we started holiday shopping. I think we're um, right now we're trying to get through birthday shopping still. My daughter's birthday is on Tuesday. So um, uh, we're doing some last minute shopping for her because trying to ask my four-year-old what he wants to get his sister for, that's not a present for himself. <laughs> is near impossible. Oh, well, no, he's, he finally says he wants to He wants to get her a dollhouse. So I, I think, I'm like, okay. Oh, that's yeah. cute. That's cute. Um, yeah, so... That's cute. Um, so that, that's kind of like okay, that's cool. Like he at first, he's like on himself. He's like, all right, now what we can you, get our. What do you want to get, Eliza? A power wheel? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's we'll my power wheel. Sure love it. <laughs> Some, something with a back seat she can ride in while I'm driving her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Driving Miss Daisy is a thing. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna be an uh, Uber driver when I get older, so I'll drive her around. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, speaking speaking of dildos and front porches, I saw like uh, something online where someone's doing like neighbor wars, and when their neighbors go out of town, they get like boxes that say like, you know, dildo company or whatever, and put like a big box oh, and put on the front step while they're out of town. So it just sits out there. I love to see that. It's all the neighbors walking by. <laughs> Dildos.com. Oh, or they should get like uh, what the the sex bot or whatever, and like that yeah. would be hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Uh, fun times. Well, since we're doing a lot tonight, do you guys want to just dive right in, or do you have anything else, Ian, that's going nope, on? Dive. Nope, dive. Okay, cool. Let's, let's go. Head first. Chapter 53, The Feast of Lights. Um, so we were totally wrong on this one, Ian, but I'm glad we were. It's a celebration, sure. but they're not really celebrating, because like parents on a dildo. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, considering time of year, is, like, is this their spring version of bell tine sort of thing is it similar i think think something like that um let me see if there's anything online about what the feast of lights the feast of lights is celebrated at the last day of danu it's the shortest day of the year so i guess it's winter time okay so we want christmas yeah um i like that christmas celebration lamps and candles are lit everywhere in people's windows uh and they illuminate even anchored ships are shining from sun uh from sun up after the first day okay uh, Inkari is the only time when barriers between commoners and nobles are broken. Um, so people can we just long. say that makes it more impressive the 30 plus miles that Perrin ends up traveling per day because yeah. oh, they have yeah. short, short days. I was trying to think about that like on foot. <coughs> I've I've done 25 miles in a day, like 18 mm-hmm. on the trail. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, not a Nice easy path, and that's how, a, and that's a lot. How far is it from the priest back to the parking lot? Because I we hiked that. Um, that's, that's not that's not twenty five miles. It's like it's, 10 it's miles. under ten, just under it's ten. Under, I think somewhere between seven and ten. But it's up and down, nonstop it, up and down, up and down, like and up. rock and staircases <laughs> that you have yeah. to go very slow on. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. a longer hike just because of the terrain. But yeah. So even if they're totally flat, carrying their gear, carrying their weapons, all that jazz, the people on foot doing over 30 miles on a short winter day, power to you. Yeah. And Kevin, thank you as a new patron. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, just uh, Kevin. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Holly T episode. <laughs> hey. You. Yeah. Awesome. So see, see people, people want to listen to watch you guys' reactions to this. No I've been waiting, I've been I waiting for almost three years for this. So it's oh, really? yes, I have. <laughs> the build up, bro. The buildup. Chris, does that mean somebody has to serious level up or does somebody die or both? Somebody is dying and it better not be parent, because if it's parent, I'm done. I'm out of here. Gone. So, so while we're at it, it does this theory I have doesn't apply to a specific spot in these chapters. So I'll just say it now. It hit me. I'm terrified that Fael is going to die. Uh, so she's not even she didn't come along. I, right. But remember how we were talking, how well the Aes Sedai planned everything. Uh, and they even started to coordinate with people that were going to take over leadership in Karien. And there's the Shido and everything. So she's left behind. Perrin will see red. 
and it would be oh uh, <laughs> it would be but think of the setup both of them are leaving on we'll call it bad terms there's a lot of unspoken like yeah. this would be such a tragic heart-wrenching not just because we love them but the the way the relationship is right now if one of them were to die it would be probably the worst death that could happen right now mm-hmm. either one of those two so I'm, yeah. I'm kind of fearful for that Let's get into this chapter. So Perrin's make his way through the street. You see how um, quickly he just did away with us? Yeah, Something you know, serious we're, is about we're, to we're happen. Try, we're, we're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there tonight, guys. Uh, so, All right. So, uh, yeah, Perrin's make his way through the streets. Uh, there's lots of people out you know, doing dancing. Perrin's kind of shocked by just people randomly kissing each other everywhere. Uh, men, women, everyone, general drunkenness everywhere. Just and a bunch, this- bunch of toplessness? Is yeah, that? Yeah. Did I read that right? It, it's a, uh, it's, it's, this is like Mardi Gras. It's a, uh, it's a. That's what I was going to say. This, As I read through it, I was like, this is just, you know, their equivalent of Mardi Gras. So there we yeah. go. We now know what it is. Yep. So I've never been to Mardi Gras. I'd love to experience that at some point in time. Go to Mobile, to- not Nolens. Mobile. <laughs> I mean, I've been to Pork Pond Peanut Festival. And- <laughs> <laughs> Please no don't idea. put that thought into people's minds. Y'all don't ever need to go to that. It was bad enough when we were young. It is really bad now. It's really bad now. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's not as big as it used to be because uh, they cracked because it used to be the police didn't know about it. Oh yeah, but now they and, and now they have Coast Guard out there, police out there. They're arresting everyone left and right. Um, so for those who don't know, Pork Pie Peanut Festival, it's actually the actual real festival. If you look it up online, is a dry uh, festival done by I think it's, uh, a Baptist church in Surrey, Virginia, in the middle of nowhere. And it's on Chip Oaks Plantation, which is um, um, uh, on the on the James River there. Well, the story goes back in the 70s. A few boaters decide to go by boat to this festival because they heard a festival was going on. And they get there and realize it's a dry festival and there's no alcohol. But they brought a bunch of beer with them and said, well, this is lame. And they went back and partied on their boat and had a great time. This is how the legend is and how it started. And they told all their friends about it. And next year, more boats showed up and they partied. More boats showed up, they partied. So there's the real, there's a, the festival on land that is like a craft festival. That's it's pork, like pig, like eating pine, doing crap, pine crafts and peanuts um, eating as well. So, but on the water, it is uh, just now, at least when I went, when I was in my twenties, over a thousand boats wrapped it up and just utter chaos and drunkenness everywhere. That's, yeah. And no matter what, <laughs> what class of citizen you are before you get there, doesn't matter if you're on the nicest boat or whatever, it's like everybody turns into the trashiest low class person on the just it's yeah. it's bad. Yeah, I remember the first no time I, went, I, I was like I was like, I don't know exactly where it is, guys. I know it's up the river somewhere. We start driving around and I see a bunch of boats off the distance. Like, I think this is it, guys. We get start getting closer and we see a guy with a pole and there's a uh, a blow up doll flying as a flag. Like, I think we're here guys. <laughs> no, my, my favorite was rolling up to the janky pontoon and then around both sides come the, those like two clear inflatable balls with people inside running around like hamsters. Yeah. The and hamsters. it's, it's big booby naked women, like just ramming into each other and then running around to other boats and stuff. And, uh, huh, yeah, it yep. was, and you walk through the water, people are throwing jello shots to you. It's like raining jello shots. It's, it's, yeah. it was a fun time, but I think the police have really cracked because someone died a few years ago. Someone drowned because it happens. Well, it water. Happens. <laughs> it's water and you're very drunk. So, so um, this is what, this is what good old Perrin is looking at. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All of this craziness happening around him. All this craziness. And he, ha- he's on a mission because he's worried about Rand and, and men are gone. Men's gone as well. And they've been gone for six days with no ward. Um, and, 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 and a lot of, uh, emissaries have, have left the city for three days. So he's making a mission, going to Sun Palace to, you know, find everybody and be like, hey, hey listen, we, we got to do something. Um, and, you know, he goes in, finds Fayil and Loyal Plainstones together, and um, she's ignoring Perrin. Um, and, and Sulin comes in and basically is like, yeah, we think he's ticking too. Like, I'm no longer Guy Shine. Give me one second. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like i have now made him spear let's go <laughs> well wait so what the big revelation was when um what's her name came in bashir not bashir um the other the other chick that perrin was trying to avoid Caroline. 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 so right. she comes in and perrin's about to snap at her wait we got to back up even more than that we're trying to rush through this and there is good stuff here yeah i was about to say so, you went way far ahead yeah step one uh 
you know, in honor of our last guest last episode, Alan, I do have to correct you. You talk about parent coming in and Faya was ignoring him. He's also somewhat ignoring her. It's going both ways. Yes. And and we get more into that as this chapter goes on. He keeps saying over and over again, you know, after he smells her, all the different ways to smell her, and then he smells her. And like, anyways, he's like, if she just says one thing, she just says say once, like, let's let's go back to the way it was, and he'll he'll just be all about that. But he never says anything either. Mm-hmm. So no yeah. one starts the conversation. It's it's not just parent or her, it's not just by you, it's parent too. Yeah. Pretty toxic. <laughs> <laughs> For on both sides, I mean, uh, either way, nice if they there. just talk to each other, life would be so much easier. And loyal is awkward as all get out in there because while he well, can't like, smell, he can sense emotions. He's like, This is he's really like, awkward. This is really weird. Why don't you just say hi? <laughs> <laughs> just give each other a kiss. I don't know what's going yeah. on. It, 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 loyal is this, too, anyway. is this the first time we meet Dobrain, too, in this situation? I just love his name, Dobrain. The Karian and uh, I feel like he's been around, but he hasn't really done much talking. This is the first real interaction, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he comes in, wants to speak to Parrot alone about everything, and and you know, um, Parrot says anything you say, nothing from my wife, wife and loyal can hear anything too, no secrets, and yeah, he's and and they inform that there's been two more murders, um. Uh, two noble people. You got to think about the shitty relationship he must have with his wife. A man who has a wife he can trust, Lord Abara, Abara, excuse me, is favored of grace beyond wealth. Like, don't you feel that way about your wife? If it not, is the game. Maybe. The game of the game of. Uh, yeah, it's it's the game. Uh, yeah, Damar and Kyria, and they wife. don't trust their. They they play it too. So like they're always scheming even against their husbands and everything. And that's that's their culture. It's that's yeah, horrible. I don't want nothing to do with that. Not <laughs> nope, at this point in my life. Nope. Uh-uh. None of it. Especially yeah. at his age. Just just give her up and find somebody well worth it, you know? Yeah. That's part of that noble culture in Kyrian, definitely. Um yeah, but Colaver, they all think Colaver did it, uh, that she's scheming to uh basically take the take the sun throne for um for herself. Uh, even though Elaine's claim to it and has a lot better claim, they get to that later. Well, you get a lord dead, found in his bed, poisoned, and then yep. another high lord who's fallen victim to a blade in the streets. Mm-hmm. Very unusual during the Feast of Lights. I mean, this is a celebration where everybody's accidentally procreating with their cousins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know about. The PPP festival. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Oh, come on. Let's make a West Virginia joke here. Alabama ain't that bad. Roll Tide. You know, <laughs> you know, they're just sticking their yoo-hoos and everybody's woo-hoos and calling it a day. This is where sisters and brothers don't actually matter. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, and within this conversation, you know, so th- this guy obviously knows what's what the angle was with these people's murders and he takes a while to get to it, but it's essentially that these two were kind of, they had the best claims mm-hmm. to the throne. Right. And then he's hearing whispers about somebody else who's kind of taking advantage of smaller, but many houses to kind of support right. their claim. So but, it's, it's but, a power grab. But Perrin cuts him off and is like, why are you bringing it to me? Like, take it to Rurik. And he's like, an Isle Savage? He doesn't even rule his place. Like, I'd go to Barelay, but she doesn't even come out of her room. So you're the Lord Dragon's friend. So you're in charge you're now. Next. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not you're in charge of this next. city. Like, <laughs> don't take this stuff to me. Perrin is like, why? How does this man always manage to get me in so much trouble? He's like, like hoping <laughs> Fael would chime in and be like, could really use her help right, help now. right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is not my she's, forte. It's not what I'm good at. She's giggling. She's like, "Now you'll understand my worth." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and doesn't like the idea of going to Rourke since we had to go to Berlane. And right as they mentioned Berlane, this is when Berlane comes in, and Parent immediately snaps, like, "Get out! Get, Get out! out. <laughs> I'm so tired of you, you dumb shit! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Get out! Or I'll throw you out!" Like. And you bounce twice, not bounce once, bounce twice. That's a hard throw. Yeah. And, and at that point, every, every time something changes in this situation, he just keeps sniffing Fail, which is kind of weird. 
But given that that's a power of his, I guess I understand he would try to use it. But yeah, <laughs> he's oh, like, you're right. This is a good point too. Min did see these deaths coming. She mentioned that. I think it was. Last oh yeah, chapter. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be during a war, but it was during a loving feast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, so he, he sniffs Fael here, and he's thinking like Fael would be happy that he's yelling at her, but Fael's like mixed emotions, but then like kind of a freak out. He's like, "What is she freaking out about?" And looks down, and what what Berlaine had was Rand's shit that yeah. he would not leave without. Right, his sword well, and his buckle. You got to also think about it too. The culture that Fael comes from. Like when a man puts a woman in her place and does so with authority, it's because he feels like he has the right to, and because he's been given that right by the woman. Mm-hmm. So Fael feels like here's Perrin kind of falling into a trap that Perrin doesn't even realize he's falling into. And that's mm-hmm. making <laughs> Fael that much more jealous. Don't worry, brother. We come. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's growling at something. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we come. I think he knows it too. He, 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 you mentioned Shadow Killer, and he got really upset. He's like, he's like, what Shadow Killer was taken? He's staring at the back door, like, what the? It's okay, buddy. We're here for you. No, <laughs> Across the mic, through the electricity, into the screen, into your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, immediately Sulin sees that the bundle, you know, what the items are, and she immediately figures Rand's been kidnapped and starts wailing, um, upset about, you know, the fact that she's gone. They have um, taken him! They've taken him! They've taken him! The um, way this played out my- in my head is that her scene seemed to go really fast because I think she did the mental math real quick and just almost immediately was like freaking out, but then looking down at what she was wearing and was like, Oh no, fuck this shit. No, get, get somebody, get me my stuff. I need a haircut. We need to me my things. <laughs> well, Berylaine's I'm not doing this in a like, dress. Yeah. Why are you crying? You're just a servant yeah, girl man. and doesn't yeah, even know yeah. she's Aiel. She's like, oh. not even that. She says, be <laughs> calm, good woman. Go into the next room and be calm. Depending on her brain, she says, we cannot allow her to spread. And she's like, bitch, you all know who I am? Do oh. you know who I am? <laughs> she's like, screw this crap. Get my cotton sore. Cut my hair. Let's go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that That's how I saw the scene. She got real hood real quick. She was like, I can't wait to take care of you again. You forget. I'm the one that spanked your booty all in. <laughs> I got my hair cut. Cotton sore. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. <laughs> um, like, it's Luane. Hurry up! I have things to for us to do. She's like, "Go on, go get my stuff. Let's go get the scissors. Let's cut this hair. Yeah. We gotta hurry." Yep, Farah's my and and Cheyenne Matar, however you pronounce it. She's yeah. just like went off. All of a sudden, it was like she flipped the switch back in full control. I like this is the height of this chapter for me. Yeah, this yeah, scene for in, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because we and, keep asking, when is her toe met? When is her toe met? When is, and all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? It's Let's done. <laughs> yeah. And, and Perrin's not convinced that Rand's been kidnapped. I mean, he says, like, he's thinking his head, like, there's only three eyes to die. Like, I know you could take three. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how, how is he He's trying kidnapped? to do the cool-headed thing. He's, he's doing trying- the pairing where he's like, I don't like jumping to conclusions. Let's try and think about this a little bit more sort of thing. And I, And I respect that. You got to be careful not being too hot headed. So I don't, I don't want to knock him here as we say this. It's mm-hmm. parent being parent, but it generally works for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Baron Lang keeps moving closer to parent during all this. And he barks at her, stay back. Um, and she complies and she's just trying to tell him, like, I was strongly advised by the eyes to die, like with the impression um, that, you know, that if he didn't leave willingly, that they'd be forced, like kind of thing, and like yeah, see that he strongly implied that. And Ten I, times I, they came yeah. to me. Ten times, homeboy was like, they only came to me once. It's <laughs> like uh, kind of shows where you stand on the higher. The old here. one and done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so Dobrain said he was also yeah he was ur- urged to leave. Um, and they, call, they go back and talk about Colavere here. And they said, like, yeah, Elaine has a better, better claim anyway. It doesn't really matter right now. Um, and just the emphasis on her being uh, Demon Dread instead of, um, or that she should have been, or oh, I forget it. 
Where, what was it? I can't remember. Demandred. Demandred. Yeah. Because that was her dad's name, last name, but it took her mother's last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is important because it kind of shows her ties with some other characters. Yeah. Maureen. Yeah. Maureen Demandred. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he believed, uh, yeah, that Colvary wants the, the Sontheri. Yeah, I got all through that. So after all this, after all this stuff, Perrin is eventually convinced that, yeah, um, that Rand is gone um, and needs to get it back. So and he howls at the moon. Oh! Well, he's, he sits there and says, like, even if I go with myself and loyal immediately turns to me, I was like, oh, you're never going alone. I'm right here with you, buddy. I got you. <laughs> also in this scene, I'd like to see it cutting to, like, Perrin talking. You can see loyal in the background still playing Zones. And then it cuts where you don't see loyal and Perrin being like, I'm going by myself. And then when you cut back to loyal, he's already in full battle rattle ax yeah. in hand. He's like, no, no, bro. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the two of us will go. <laughs> and Sulin's like, oh shit, let me get a couple of my friends. We go. Yeah, we go. And, uh, and immediately, you know, after loyal says that dope brain says, you know, he'll get 500, his men from Kyrie in the next day to go. That's helpful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five hundred, five hundred soldiers. That is um, a huge force. They're going to do so well. Yeah, and they're able to gather the, up a three hundred moment. You there? What is your profession? I'm a potter. And you? What's your profession? <laughs> I, I'm a carpenter. Yeah. Sparta. <laughs> what is your profession? See, I brought more soldiers than you have. That's my eel right there. Well played. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, they start gathering their forces together. Um, Sully comes back, haircut, ends cut and sore. Uh, Rourke says he'll go get the maidens and the Siswayam, uh, the dragon sworn. Uh, but no other Aiel will fight Aes Sedai, um, is what he says. So he, can, he can't get all his Aiel. He can only get the ones that have sworn to, you know, as sworn to Ragan, or to the dragon, uh, to Rand and the Maidens. Um, so it's not even the full force of Aiel. The Karkon. They're the not sworn to the dragon. The Karkon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Perrin says, well, you know, we can stand up to a few Aes Sedai. You know, we've got some channelers. you got some wise ones. And Sorilla says, don't worry. You know, Aes Sedai aren't the only one that can channel. We're here too. Sorrelos. Sorrelos. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm very excited about this because Chris, we have debated about the wise ones and how much are they holding back? We know they can walk the dreams like crazy. They're very good at that. But we also know they can channel some and do some other things, but to what extent we don't really know. And Avienda is being trained to be a wise one or was being trained to be a wise one. And we know through Elaine kind of checking out her versus some of the other Aes Sedai that Avienda is more powerful than a lot of Aes Sedai. So how many other um, wise ones are that powerful or more powerful? I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised by some of these wise ones going, oh, you three Aes Sedai want to shoot fireballs at me? We'll try and do that without a face. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that's how we end this part uh, with Sorella showing a little fireball and uh, and them saying, "Yeah, we're all gonna go." And we switch to Galena's point of view. Good old Galena, yay. I'm sure your favorite character. Um, yay! Yay! So yeah, Galena's trying to get men to cooperate, cooperate, and she's refusing to talk. Uh, she's been beaten. Rand's been beaten. Rand's been beaten constantly. Um, uh, every time he tries to break out, they beat him more. Uh, they're just tr- basically trying to beat him down to submission, like just torture um non-stop um yeah and um, do they end up doing stuff to men in front of him or at least where he can hear the night, or just they, they, the night him. before they did uh and they said they're going to do it again i think um, yeah because that's, that's when Rand snapped up. yeah and they were gonna do it again trying to get it's like well if he's not gonna take the beatings himself we'll just keep on beating men in front of him hopefully yeah. that'll get him to to snap yep. <laughs> at um the the seer school uh when the pilots are going through there this uh you know this is the seer school is to train you like what happens if you get stuck behind enemy lines and so we mm-hmm. put all of our pilots through there and a lot of special forces it's survive uh evade resist escape um and in the resistance training 
that's probably the most difficult part for everybody because most of your pilots in the military are very strong type a personalities um mm -hmm. and i'll tell you one of the lessons learned at the end without getting through all of it is that every everybody breaks i don't care who you are you are going to break i don't care how much you say i'll never say what john mccain said i'll never do that you can't make me record everyone breaks and now that we have more uh, females that are pilots and female getting into combat roles and everything, we have females going to this school and you might not like it, but in this school, if there's a female going through there and they notice a close friendship relationship with one of the other guys, when that guy's getting interrogated, they don't do anything to him. They'll bring in the female and start roughing her up. And the dude breaks like that every yeah. time, every time. Yeah. And it sounds also, crazy, but when you think about it, if that situation happened in real life, you you don't think bad people in this world wouldn't do that? That's no. that's what they do. The first one I'm going for. Oh, yep. Speaking of breaking, I think we're breaking a record tonight because not only Karen, but also Pythos is now up their pledges as well. Yeah, a lot of uh, people. Up we need to hurry through this chapter. Stop bullshitting, man. <laughs> this is the Stop bullshit. Is like everybody's <laughs> up in their Patreon level. That means some serious is about to go down. Like, it's about down. to go. You can down. tell we're all excited for the last chapter because even Alan is having a very hard time keeping us on topic and following this story in order. We are all over the place so far. <laughs> oh, I tried. I tried. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. torturing men, um, you know, apparently Rand was let out for a bit, you know, and he ended up killing a warder with his bare hands and knifing another guy who ended up dying later. Like, yeah. Like, with unarmed. That's what he did over a woman he doesn't really love. Yeah. So unarmed, and he was still blocked from channeling at that point. Right. Doesn't just really his, just land lessons. So That's his lessons with land. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked about this before. Remember, Ran, uh, even with the Ashaman training, like, no, you still got a sword train. Like, what's going to happen if if yeah. you can't channel? You still got to fight. I, so. I heard he like grabbed the guy's face, like poked his eyeballs out, and like, oh yeah, the guy like pulled mm. his guts completely out. And yeah, it was a heck of a fight. Yeah. Mm. So after and this, murders uh, ain't no joke. That's not exactly. easy. Oof. Yeah. After this, she goes to well, looking for. Forgotten. He is on equal foot. He is a warder, and he's a man oh. who can channel. Yeah. Ooh. So does and he, he was trained by one of the best warders, mm -hmm. and they don't know he's bonded. No, they so, do. I think they do because they keep on mentioning no, they, like, "Too bad no, your green they, sister wasn't here with you." Oh, because they think no, they no think the green. Yeah. Remember when oh, Egwene? Yeah. 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 They think okay. It's Moraine, because gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, you are right. You're right. I'm. I have I'm no yeah. idea. They don't know. Yeah. But but he gets extra Healing power property. He gets he there's to sleep as extra strength. He also, yeah, good point. It's not just land. He had work training too, and he was in the waste. Oh, yeah. 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 So he has he has double training. He has land training and he has work training. Like wow. he's good. He's a warder <laughs> and he's a channel. That's like, he's, he's like that 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 new Pokemon where they not only can they level up, but then they also get like this extra power boost. Yeah. yeah. I'll take your word yeah. for it. No. But they've but they've now kept him tied up uh in, in air because they don't trust him at all. He forgot the safe word. It's simple. It's pineapple. Pineapple. All he yeah. had to do was say pineapple. Yeah, exactly. So um she sets off to go find Gawain, um <laughs> who has uh withdrawn a bit since Grant's capture, and um and Galena sees uh seven Aes Sedai around the chest holding uh where, where Rand's being held. Um, six are seated intently, and Arian, um, Aaron, Arian, um, is is there as well, standing. And immediately she comes and says, "He's trying to get out again, you know." And she's furious with Galena. Says, "We need to beat him again for it." Um, and Galena actually hesitates a little bit, but she gives in and says, "Yep, go ahead, beat him again." Um, whoop his ass! Whoop his ass! And that's how we end this before we switch to Rand's point of view. We switch. Yeah. So, so none of this is really surprising, except. You, you would think, again, I always say this about the Aes Sedai, you think they'd be a little bit smarter. They're a little too overconfident. And yes, they have the numbers, so maybe they can get away with that confidence. But shouldn't they also know that in, he's, he's the most powerful male channeler in not just any of their lives, but in recent written history? Like, shouldn't they 
be careful either to not provoke them too much or I know the standard is six and six should be fine to shield them, but maybe use more like, I don't know. I feel like they're a little too overconfident here. Maybe there's just me being hopeful that Randall bust out and do something, but yeah. Uh, well, so just, yeah, we switched to Rand's point of view. Arian comes up to him, pulls him out of the chest, immediately starts beating him with lashes of air. And Rand refuses to cry out of pain. Uh, you know, just clenches his jaw. Loose Theron's moaning in his head about Ileana. And, uh, you know, Rand's just refusing to give in. Like, in fact, he smiled, forced himself to smile through all the pain of just being beaten senseless. Almost near death. Like, just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was rough to read. Sing it in his falsetto. Yeah. So there's so much pain that he temporarily loses vision. Um, and when the beating stops, his vision slowly returns. He thinks he's hallucinating because he sees Aiel Wise once, and he's like, "Oh, a rescue, safe? a rescue!" And then it takes a minute to recognize it's Savannah. And all the it's while, Savannah. our friend loses back. Yeah. And Savannah comes up and strokes, uh, draws a line around his neck which he thinks is a, a moment to try to say like i'll take your head off like he took cool or matt took cool as as we um, know it's not so just kind of pausing right there real quick he is using this form of torture to embed in himself to never trust aiel again or i should die again oh yeah that's not gonna turn out well for him in the near future when he needs them though like I, I'm, I'm worried about that a little bit mm-hmm. that ptsd I, is gonna be real yeah, he's he. So you think there's gonna be ongoing implications from that? I mean, I, I, for sure. Yeah, like there's there is a reason why this was included, and it's yeah. not a good one. We saw yeah. how much Egwene changed from her capture, and this mm-hmm. is a little bit more intense, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Um, and after this whole thing, she goes back to the Aes Sedai and says she'll meet her part of the bargain. And Rand's like, what bargain? What bargain? But he's pushed back in the box before he can hear the end of it. Um, and, and as he's in the box, he, he starts going through again, trying to feel the shield with Luz. And Luz starts to tell him about how to break out. He's like, well, there, he feels the soft points, like six Aes Sedai, soft points. And he's like, and Luz is like, yeah, if they go hard, I can break out of them. Because um, that means they tied off their weaves. But as long as they're still holding it actively, there's no way I can break these things. But if they tie them yeah. off, if they tie them off, there's a chance out of here. I can figure out how to get out. Um, and he's just, you know, very softly trying to feel his way at the shield when we, you know, well, and begins to laugh and cannot stop laughing. Because what else do you do? Going kind of crazy. Because, yeah, I, I don't think this is a laugh like a joyous laugh. This is a laugh of like just craziness. Like you're basically breaking. He's starting yeah. to break. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so I, I, Throughout that guess before, like, did Luz run off and disappear because Rand got was shielded? And that's not the case because he's still shielded and he's able to communicate with Luz. So, yep. but then it begs the question where did Luz run off to? Somewhere in the recesses yeah. of his mind. His mind? Yeah. yeah. Like, where's he get? But it's, it's just odd. Yeah. And not dependent on the power because he's been cut off from that. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how we end this Rand section before we switch back to Galena. Who's watching the Aiel leave? Um, in a few days' time, Savannah will will fulfill her part of the bargain, which is killing Gawain and the younglings. So they've uh, they've hired the Shido to kill the younglings. Um, and, and Galena returns to camp. Um, and Aaron's standing we, over. Did we get chest. a good explanation as to why they want that to happen? Because no. we can't have him like turning another leaf and forgiving Rand. Yeah, I guess at loose ends. Yeah. I and she can't. And and I, killing, I, 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 I can't just kill. killing Godwin, right? They're not going to yeah, kill the whole. I, I, crew, I can't kill unless they're um, unless it's a it's the shadow. So she can't kill Godwin, but um, um, but the shadow. So can. they just don't like any man that gets too much power and authority. The Reds? Oh no, they don't. That's ridiculous. So um, Raz is not happy about that. No. Um, so he returns to the area and he's standing over Rand's chest. Aaron says Rand is weeping, um, though he's actually laughing. And no, it's just, he's he's weeping, or he could be laughing, but I can't imagine somebody laughing after all that. But he was laughing, so oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, but and she begins to cry herself. Um, and Galen tries to soothe her. I guess she, 
I don't know if she feels bad about what she's doing. I don't, I don't, maybe just emotional. I don't know. But I feel like she's got to feel a little bit bad about it. She kind of is probably torn because she knows the importance of Rand. Right. But at the same time, he did kill her warders. So, right. That's a hard and, place and, to be. And Galena's determined to have Rand, you know, crawling to the Armorland when they get back to the tower. She says, nope. I, you know, I know you're upset about this, but he's going to keep on being beating at dawn and sunset every day, the whole way back. We're going to take him out and we're going to beat him every, twice a day, every day. Beat it. Beat it. Open up the trunk and beat him. Mm. And then we get Savannah's motivation. So we get back to Savannah and uh, she's back with the wise ones. And she says, yep, the eyes are holding Rand. I can confirm that. And um, yeah, I'm intending to marry him. I'm going to force him to marry me so then I can rule the car car and myself. Oh yeah. Um, and she throws away the small stone stone cube that don't uh, forget the from. important piece about her talking about putting something around his neck. To yeah, control call, him. yeah. Collar around his neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if she does have a collar that yeah. she could put around his neck and control him with. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but, um, she had this the stone box that um that was told to use right now, you know, at this point by some other wetlander, and uh she throws it away. Um Which saying that no smart. that was smart. That was probably a tool of you know the what what was the uh one of the forsaken? Yeah, forsaken that was there. That was a forsaken's tool. Probably yeah. to kill them all. Right. Yeah, and then she turns to Desane, um, who I guess has is being punished and says it's time and then starts to tear apart. <laughs> or the wise ones start to tear apart. Like, like literally, literally pieces. Of and that's how we end this chapter. So kind of a somber note um, to end. The Shido seem very different than all the other idea we've met. Yeah. So they've broken all of the ideal customs as well. Um, if you remember, like that was part of the whole thing. So they refuse to follow the Carcon, and then they're like, well, we're our own thing now. So because we've been, yeah. I guess, we're not going to follow the Aiel way anymore, but they're still Aiel. So yeah. they're still badass fighters, but they're not really following the true right. Geotone and stuff like that. Um, yeah. They're, they're kind of, yeah. They're, I like they're, they're horrible. You I'm like them? I'm sorry. In my <laughs> mind, the Shido are the army that Rand needs. Willing okay. to do any and everything to take control take of things so yeah i think we're gonna see some some swappage here i think maybe the shido will finally turn a new leaf get on the right oh. side of things yeah okay so you guys ready to move to the sending let's do it all right let's chapter 54 the sending so Perrin, Gaul, Loyal, they all leave the palace. They're making their way out the streets of Kyrian. Uh, Loyal's attracting a bunch of stairs because he's this giant guy on this giant horse with an axe. <laughs> As they're making way to the docks, they get to the, the ferryman or the, the, the uh, I guess the boatman or whatever. And they're like, hey, we need to cross right now. He's like, oh, let me get oarsman. He's like, we need to throw some more money. He's like, now, right now, get up. We say more money, but let's be specific. Starts with the gold crown, then tosses another one in his hand, then tosses some more. I mean, a lot of money for this job. Like, this yeah. guy is going to be set by getting them across the river for a while. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and Perrin thinks about Fayola's crosses, uh, that he hadn't had time to say goodbye. But, you know, he's also confused in a jumble of emotions right now and just, just trying to march forward because they have to catch up. And and puts it all on her again. Like if only she would have said, said something. One more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. It's her. And what? Yeah. Once across the river, Perrin, um, um, yeah, um, can can see that uh, some of the granaries uh, that were burned during uh, earlier rioting and things like that. And he's greeted by uh, Dobrain, um, and, and and those men, and also two hundred uh, of Berlain's uh, manners were sent as the wing guard. Uh, have joined as well. So they have 700 soldiers, Perrin, Loyal, and and then the Aiel are across, and he doesn't even know how they cross the river, but they're over there. And like, I'm not going to ask. It's not yeah, how, time. How did they cross the river? They, they don't say. Um, are there any good um, theories out there you could share with us? Does anybody they ever cut down trees? Yeah, maybe. Floated across some trees. Who knows? Cut um, down trees and ran across. <laughs> yeah. 
but but tells Perrin they have five thousand spears plus one thousand maidens, so about six thousand Aiel spears. Um, I'll take it. And then also the channelers have come as well. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I sent you how much channels there were. Like fifty something or five hundred or no, it's not that. It's not that much. They don't have as much as the shadow do. No, um, the shadow. How did the shadow have such a large force? Because all the people that were leaving uh, ran during that march back all went to the shadow. Joined them. Yeah, if well, they have about four, 30, 39 wise ones, actually, to be exact. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good force. Yeah. Um, and they travel hard all day long, like you said, making those 25 mile, 30 mile marches, which is that's a big. Next. That's, a, that's a big speed. Um, and of course, the Aiel has no problem keeping up with the horses and everything because they're Aiel. They can run forever. Um, even and, the older wise ones don't even seem like they're struggling. They're just yeah. running along. And then Perrin decides to get some other allies that night. So he gives his mind and reaches out, sees any wolves there, and starts to find some wolves. Well, what if they all dreamwalked across? Maybe they were pulled out across by dreamwalk. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. That's what we're going with. Since nobody knows how they got across. I'm sorry. I'm going way back. No, no, no. My mind is in the background. I was still trying to process that, too. So I'll take that. That's our answer. We're sticking so, with it. So yeah, so Perrin reaches out, finds a couple of wolves, and he's like, he's like, uh, uh reaches out of his mind, draws a picture of himself. With his, hey with guys, his I'm young bull. bull. I'm young bull. I'm like, oh hey, hey, it's young bull. What's up? He's like, what do you need? He's like, yeah, we need to find uh some. I said, I like, oh yeah, we we saw them. Uh yeah, and they they we, used, we stay far away from them. And it, it's interesting how they use the like position of the moon in the sky to kind of like figure out. To kind of relay back and forth, give images of of like what time of day it is and how far it is, and like basically like like celestial navigation um, to figure out where <laughs> they are. Um, so you know, he has a pretty good idea. The wolves are like, "Well, why do you want to know? Like, what do you need help with?" And Perrin says, "Like, oh, if Cage the Shadow Killer." And then immediately, all around the camp, you hear like the wolves all start howling like crazy. <laughs> and, and we come, we come. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> So half tail replied at last, only that, and then others answered. Pax Perrin, who had spoken to and Pax that he had listened silently to the two legs, who could speak as wolves did. We come. Brad says, I'm coming too. <laughs> I shall help. Rolling over, Perrin went to sleep and he dreamed he was running with the wolves. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I was really disappointed though. This would have been a perfect time to bring Elias back. Yeah, that'd be great. So yeah. they talk about bring him. Gnome back. They talk about him a little well, bit. Perrin thinks about him, you know, but Elias for sure. I like I keep wanting more of that. Yeah. What if Elias is related to Fael or something like that, like comes from that family? Like That's, a brother? Maybe. Maybe that has to do with the broken crown or something. Yeah. Uh, but what if in the next chapter? The wolves come and they have extra help. Mm. And Elias and Gnome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like this call because How? Rand is We're not captured this. is bringing everybody. Like as word gets around that Rand's in trouble, all the wolves are coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, they see they seem pretty. Look at those teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rand is like, I'll bite them. <laughs> I got it. <sighs> This so, is the best moment in this entire book so far. Not yeah. only do we have Perrin, but we have Perrin and the wolves. wolves. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we have Loyal with an axe. Like, yeah. Loyal's getting ready to battle, too. Yeah. He's ready. Be, he's ready. That's for crazy. It. He was like, you know, two books ago, so much of a uh, anti fighting. Yeah. And he fought the battle of two rivers, though. Yeah. He fought yeah. it, but begrudgingly. Yeah. He's such a pacifist. And now he's like, hold on a second. I know I brought the same with you somewhere. He pulled out his toothpick. He's like, yeah, well, well I'll use this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the group continues to travel every night. Parent talks to the wolves more to, to keep on relaying where the, where they are. Um, uh, and parent talks with loyal um, loyal tells parent. I mean, that's part of the development that I really missed though, where I didn't mm-hmm. think there was enough of. Was him finally coming fully to terms with the fact that he is a wolf brother? Yeah, like he did, uh, yeah, it, it. He didn't really develop it. It's just he didn't want to be it. He didn't want to be it. He didn't want to be it. 
all right, I'm it. Right. That's yeah. Sad. I need him to go on like a journey walk or something. Some or... rites of passage with the yeah, wolves that really it, that would have been a good way to bring Elias back is to like, yeah, how do you officially make that transition? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And and this this on this fourth night is when Loyal starts talking to Perrin about Aes Sedai and about the gentling process and how, you know, the law says they can't gentle him until he gets the tower and it's tried. Um uh, you know, and and, and gives parents because that's one thing parents thinking, like, what if they gentle him already? Like, what are we gonna do then? Like, are we we're doomed. Um, and, and as all this is going on, tensions are starting to rise with the various groups as well. Um, the Kyrians and Aiel don't trust each other at all. Um, you know, obviously the tree killers and <laughs> the savages, Aiel, that they fought a whole war within like a generation. So like it's still yeah, fresh, still fresh. Um, so lots of tension. Uh, there's also tension between the, the maidens and the Siswai, the, 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 the male, uh, the Siswayam. Um, so there's, there's just tensions everywhere within it. Um, yeah. it. Back to the loyal thing. Like he also gives more evidence to Perrin that it wasn't just three eyes to die, or it doesn't make sense that it was. And he talks about the different um, false dragons and how strong they were. And Rand is supposedly stronger. And, you know, they tried to, control with less than six before and it did not end well yeah so right it just doesn't make sense that it scooped up ran with three so right it's got to be putting it together yeah that there's more than three um and, and even tensions are rising amongst the maidens i mean so sulin and, and, and nandira get in a fight um actually a physical fight um about who's supposed to be leading the the maidens and uh, even though sulin wins the fight nandira still remains the leader um uh, I Sarilla. love that fight, by the way. Yeah. I was in there driving to work, and I'm like, huh. They scrapping. Fight. They're scrapping hard, though. I would, not, I like, would not fight Sulin. No. no. She she lays her out, stomps her face till she blacks out. This is what's going on in my mind. I know yeah. it's, it's a le- lot less vivid in the book, but it's like flat out, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. She finally gets the best of her, and then she stomps her face, and she spits on her. And she looks at her and she throws her a napkin and says, clean yourself up. And she's like, wait, she's passed out. So she like throws her over her shoulder like a bag of potatoes. Oh, I went too far. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let, let, let me see if I can find somebody to heal her. Yeah. And even Amis Whoops. and Soriela are struggling about who's going to lead the wise ones. Uh, and they eventually settle on um, Soriela. 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 being the one. To uh, to lead the wise ones. Um, now, Ooh, wait a minute. I'm reading. I'm reading comments. So why you go ahead make that comment, and then I'm gonna say something. That's yeah, it. this just clicked. I'm like, oh man, like, how's Egwene gonna fit into all of this? But so Egwene's already heading to Tarvalon, anyways, right? But she's still in Solidar. She sent Gareth to, towards towards. She didn't travel with him. I don't think so. I well, think either said- either either way. More importantly. Yeah. These wise ones can communicate with Egwene as often as they want. Sure. Yeah. So it's not impossible for a message to get relayed. Right. Mm. I don't know why that just clicked, but it didn't yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah. So were you going to say, Chris, you're in comments about somebody Elias made a, no, well, somebody said <laughs> Elias, who parent, who, <laughs> Well, pa- so Perrin's gone back and forth since that book one about accepting being a wolf oh, brother. Zool, yeah. But Zul, he hadn't accepted being a wolf brother. So him just accepting there was, it. There wasn't anything formal. There no, wasn't no a... formal acceptance for me. Yeah. I needed like I needed a moment. I needed like this ultimate moment of clarity where he's like, I mean, Hopper dying, maybe that was it, but I needed like a clear moment of like I am who I am. I mean, okay, him accepting the axe, but that's not accepting being a wolf brother. That's accepting being pulled into the battle and having yeah. to fight. So I, I agree. A more a more formal rites of passage. And what would be cool, like the reason I want that is it wouldn't be anything like a human experience. It would be an experience with the wolves and already how we've learned how they communicate and relay information and feeling and stuff. I just think coming up with the cool rites of passage for them would be awesome. I'm not, I'm not even creative enough to 
write something like that, but that would be. I think that's the harder part, though. Now that I'm thinking about, it, like, they already accepted him. He's the only one with a problem with it, and it's in his own head. So, yeah, you know, true. dogs are cool. I mean, look at that dog right there. The dog loves you for no reason. Yeah, it's because I. Feed that's him. not your dog. It's not my dog. No, not at he all. Get, but the he dog gets so excited no when, I, when I walk in the door. This dog loses his shit. He will tap dance all over these hardwood floors for like five minutes. No reason. Forget the cats. I need so on, on the seventh day out of the city, Perrin receives a sending from uh, Raz. <laughs> you can see my cats in the background running around. <laughs> I'm sorry. From from Half Tail. Um, that a party of humans a few miles ahead um, are are traveling the same direction, and Perrin recognizes the banner the wolf sends um, as as two rivers. Um, so he you know he goes to the I think it's to the the wise ones and says like yeah we got some friends that are approaching. And he's like how do you know this? And he's like that's oh, hunch. <laughs> like, don't, I do. don't you worry about I it. Guess. Don't you worry about a thing. I just guess. I I I feel like there's there's someone coming, and then and then they. St- see the party and he's like yeah i could okay i see the banner he's like oh your eyesight's pretty good too oh that's uh that's strange oh, um, he's like, let me go in yeah. front let me go in front because they know me you know and uh, realizes it's a group of about was it 300 um tours bowmen yeah and and yeah. nine and nine eyes to die including alana and varen and the whole and the whole party that was going after Rand, and they've been tracking Rand because of alana because uh, she can sense where Rand is yep um, we knew we knew this was going to come together somehow yeah, the way I guessed it, totally wrong, but right. we knew Alana's connection would, you know, help her out, help her find them. Yeah, yeah. So you know, parent asks how they got here, um, and you know, Alana says that yeah, used a bottom of the chair with Rand to track, even though she doesn't actually say that. She yeah. hints around, say, well, yeah, she's she kind of she's not casual about it. She's freaking out a little bit, like yeah. even though it's interesting with the bonding. Like maybe the intent was to control, but she still has an emotional connection to him. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows that he's been hurt, beaten, um, and she's not just like casually cool about this. She's worried about it, you know. Yeah. And I don't think just for political reasons. I, I don't, and maybe I'm reading into it now that I'm saying it out loud. But as I read it, like I read mm-hmm. that there was this emotional bond beyond just the, the physical bond. Yeah, and, the and, bond. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and they start asking Perrin, like, why are you here? And he says, well, Rand's been kidnapped. And Alana's like, I told you, I told you I felt pain, like, through the pond. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Something was going on. And they're like, all right. Okay. It's like, you cannot let the tower I said, I have him like this. Like, if he's been kidnapped, like, we have to do something right now. And he's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Come on, join us. And the I said, like, oh, wait, wait. No, you join us. We're in charge. We're I said, die. You're going to, you're going to follow us because we, we're, we're in charge. <laughs> Parents like it's so frustrating. You know, we also forgot one very important part. What's that? How enamored and fanboying loyal is over his prospective wife. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. I, I just got to make sure we bring some attention to that. Mm-hmm. I know we're all excited about. He's you starting know, to be okay with it. Parent getting this big group of people together, and they're you know we can't let us die, us die, die, and we got to stop them. But loyal's over there like. She's so beautiful. I love her. But no, yeah. Not not love her. I, I like her. I like the fact that she listens to me. Yeah. She actually <laughs> and listens. She, and she's so pretty. She's easy, <laughs> easy on the eyes. Easy on the eyes. And her so, ears. So somebody, was it Skeeter ears. just commented, I said I'm going to I said I. But anybody else find it funny that parents like, I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to be in charge. Wait, I'm in charge. Oh, no, I'm not in charge. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't want it till the eyes to the eyes say they're in charge, and now he's like, "Wait a minute!" And and they're they're flying the Manethrin banner, which Parent's not really happy about either. Too, he's like, "Why'd you bring that?" But then immediately the other people pull out their banners, and it's not their own country's banner; it's Rand's banner. So they all start flying the dragon banners, and which is a pretty cool moment. Like, yeah, we're we're marching as the dragon's army. We're gonna whoop some ass. <laughs> At least that's what they're hoping for. Meanwhile, Parent's um, like, "How did I get?" Pulled into this shit. Oh, yeah, wow. let's go get my buddy. Exactly. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, so Perrin leads the Emmonsfielders and the Aes Sedai back to his party. Um, Alana refuses to tell Perrin anything about how she tracked Rand. Um, 
Perrin can can smell that there's some vying for leadership within the Aes Sedai. Um, although Miranda's the alleged leader of the Saudi Arabian embassy. <laughs> um, but, Var- but Varian still gets a nod. Yep, Varian still gets a nod. Yep, definitely. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and parents enjoying being being re- re- reunited with Daniel and 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 all all the Emmons feelers and um, you know it's good. But on the get to the end of this chapter, where on the tenth day after leaving the city, he receives uh, a sending from the wolves that says, "You must hurry, come now. There are many, many two legs approaching." Yes. Mm-hmm. All them two dun, legs. Dun, dun. Ain't none of them got three though. <laughs> so just to set things up for you, I know that because we're about to read it, and if anybody is listening to this and has not read through to do my as wells and wants to turn off now, go for it. I, I did uh, send this to them just to set up this battle, our supposed battle. This clash is coming up. <laughs> set, um, set the scene, bro. Set the scene. So what do the forces look like? So if you don't want to listen to this, turn off now. If you want to hear what the forces look like, keep listening. So Put things in perspective. Rand's kidnappers. It's actually now 39 Aes Sedai that are there. Not just the 13, but there's even more that have joined alongside. Um, there's 40,000 Shido Spheres, 300 Shido Wise One Channelers, and 600 of Gawain's Band. Uh, versus 1,000 Wolves, 9 Aes Sedai, 40 Wise One, 6,000 Spears, which is 40,000 Spears, uh, 300 River Tears Bowmen, 500 Kyrianans, and 200 Wing Guard. And in one O-gear with an axe. I got to throw that one in there. And then the dwarves. <laughs> the dwarves are coming too. Yeah. And and a wolf brother. And a wolf brother. Yeah. And, and parent. But I, I he's with the two rivers. But yeah, yeah, wolf. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Parent. And a partridge in a, and a pear tree. tree. So definitely outnumbered. Um On the going first into this. Day of battle, the aisle gave to me. I mean, so if you add up all the wise ones in uh, so you have 49 channelers on rents on, on parents' side and 340 channelers on the other side. So, so it's 50 channelers versus hundreds more. Uh, <laughs> and then spears, you have 40,000 versus 6,000. And then pretty much uh, the 700 mounted guard um, versus 600. So a little bit outweighing there, but they don't let's, let's be real. When you're battling with uh, Aiel and channelers, they're cannon fodder. <laughs> well, Okay. <laughs> But but what do we have for reserves? We have the wise no the wise ones that could communicate to Egwene. What okay. could what could Egwene bring with her? Sure, she's got she's got she's got armies. She's got additional Isodai and Chandlers. Um, I don't know who would communicate this, but there's still Taim and the Ashaman. How could could they get pulled into this? They could. I don't think we're just going to ignore them the rest of this book. I feel like they're somehow going to be a part of this okay but ha- but how and who yeah. i have no idea yeah interesting well Very interesting. so the next chapters that we covering the next time we record but we listen to are going to be the final two chapters uh chapter 55 and the epilogue which is do my as wells and the epilogue um so favorite characters from this uh this these chapters there's a lot of good stuff that happens in these. It's a, it's a good couple of chapters. I'm going to give a shout out to Sulan. Have to. Her transition. Would have loved for it to come sooner, but this was a great time to just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Give me my I, spears. Let's get it on. I disagree with you about other perfect times. I think this was the perfect time. She waited until there was no other hope. Need is key. Yeah. Knee, yeah, need to be. Yep. So, yeah. as far as favorite character, though, I don't know. I don't know that I really have one. What about Loyal chilling there playing stones and then be like, swoop, Loyal he just battle rattle with an axe? While he was ready to do anything he could to get away from that awkward situation. That's true. He's like, I'd rather fight a war, war than sit uh, here with these two. <laughs> <laughs> I really like uh, what's her name for her tenacity and not get Bear Lane. Is that right? Ooh. No, what's mm. her name? Yeah, Bear Lane. She annoyed the bejesus out of me, but. Yeah, she's. Hey, I mean, she definitely was going after what she wanted. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Yeah. She's my, my hero. Bear Lane? Yeah. 
Okay. Alan's like, well, that's a first. That's a first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's actually my 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 youngest brother Hunter. He's been on our podcast before. He loves Barrelite. So, um, see, yeah, yeah he's he's all about that evil temptress. Yeah, the evil temptress. She's not evil, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> Aren't we all a little bit? That's the point of these books. Yeah. We're all good. We're all bad. Yeah. So also I, I, I gotta give it to Rand just for smiling during all of that. Taking yeah. it and just just refusing to give in. Don't give him an inch. Just uh the, as the horrible grit. as all this is, part of me still it's kind of like ap- last episode where I'm like that's what you get, dummy. I mean, did he? Hey, he did him? almost like make it though. Like he had he set himself up for this. Made mm-hmm. the decision that he was gonna. Yep. Draw on powers and. Does it bother anybody else that he killed warders? Because the grand scheme of things, like the warders are just kind of following the eyes to die and what they're doing. You know, it's they don't deserve to die. They're yeah. following what they're compelled to do. Well, some maybe, yeah. It'd have been cooler if Rand came out and killed a couple of I said I. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but he would have got jumped too many people around. Yeah, true. Well, he's about to, I'm assuming, kill a couple. Never know. Never know. Well, we're about to know in a little bit. We're about to about to know. <laughs> if if you would go ahead and wrap it up, Alan. All right. So uh, I'll go ahead and finish this oh, up. So how he can be found. Yeah, Alan has a, t- a hard time with that. How many kids does he have? <laughs> so how you can be found is at the wheel reads um uh and also uh, all the social medias and also the wheel um and so go to the website check it out find ways to support us if you want to listen in a few minutes become a patreon at the ice to die tier or higher uh you'll get uh, there's a post there it has the links i'm about to send a message to all those current tiers they'll say hey we probably can start a little early because uh, i scheduled it they're not knowing how long these messages, these aren't scripted. If you guys didn't know this already, we don't script these episodes. Yeah. I have no idea how long they're going to go. Um, so I just threw it out there knowing that we would probably be done by then. Um, so we are going to start a little bit early on the live reaction to do my as wells, but I'll send a message out to everyone in a second. So you'll get an email in a second. Well, let's um, start at 10. I'm going to shower and be ready for bed when we're done. All right. Yeah. So we'll start at that at 10. Um, right. so that's a good yeah. Give me a good pee break. Yeah, and I can get another beer. Um, so yeah, go ahead and uh, yeah, and, SSS, and join our Patreon if you want to, or you can also uh, just support us by buying merch. Just listening to us, we like it. Join our Discord, great community, and um, that's all I got for this week. Until fifteen minutes from now, see you in a few. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.